Welcome to the Women Living Healthy Podcast, formerly known as the Women Living Healthy and On Purpose Podcast. Our purpose here is to empower and inspire women along her self-care journey and wellness transformations. Topics include stress management, self-care, complementary and alternative therapies, mind-body therapies, health and spirituality, and intuitive and energy healing. We blend that of modern science and ancient wisdom. Join us every Thursday and begin to embody your true essence and authenticity so that you can live a life full of happiness, well-being, vitality, and longevity. Greetings, listeners. This is Dr. K, your host, and you are tuning in to the new Women Living Healthy podcast. So thank you for tuning in with me, and yeah, tune in with me every Thursday. So today's guest is Trinette Lariba. She is the CEO of Curvy Fit Chicks, and she's a registered nurse. She's a curvy wellness coach, and she's an author as well. So she is known as the Curvy Fit RN, who specializes in helping women to reclaim their love for their curvy bodies. And she also helps women to heal from life's traumas and also to gain the discipline that they need to succeed, not only in fitness, but that in life as well. So it's very obvious that our culture normalizes some bodies and marginalizes others. So today, Trinette and I, we're going to have this discussion that's centered around the book of the week, and that is A Course in Weight Loss, 21 Spiritual Principles to Surrendering Your Weight Forever by Marion Williamson. So in the book, Marion talks about and teaches us how to go to that deep place within where we have forgotten our divine perfection. And so we know that losing weight is far more than just losing weight in physical pounds, but that of how psychological and emotional and also spiritual factors really can, if they're not in alignment, can make it difficult for us as women to follow along, you know, healthy lifestyles. And so Trinette is going to share her powerful story. And she's also going to teach us of how, as we as women, can come into a little closer in terms of freedom and liberation and to get to the root cause of what's keeping us stuck in unhealthy coping mechanisms and unhealthy lifestyles and how we can essentially just know that we're not alone, you know, when it comes to our bodies and its changes throughout life. And so Trinette has an amazing story, I think, that will pull at the heartstrings of many women, regardless of body size and age. And that is really coming into our true selves, the self-love, self-acceptance. Welcome, Trinette, to the podcast. Thank you so very much. I'm so excited to be here, Dr. K. Good. Well, we're excited that you're here and we're just going to go ahead and get started. And um, if you could just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your story and as well, your mission behind Curvy Fit Aryan. Thank you so very much. So hello, everyone. My name is Trinette Larba and I am known in the streets as the Curvy Fit RN, and I am the founder of Curvy Fit Chicks, where I serve curvy, beautiful, and that is booty, booty, booty rocking everywhere women, okay? And I help them to love their bodies and transform into disciplined athletes that gain the confidence they need to flaunt their curves unapologetically, because who has time to be anyone else? And... Curvy Fit Chicks is an organization that was founded in 2017 officially, but it was something that started uh, before then, but I just did not answer the call, okay? And I'm sure many of you understand um, when you are called to things, you can run as fast as you want to, but it will definitely catch up to you. Um, And that's exactly what happened to me uh, with Curvy Fit Chicks. Um, I had the name and um, I knew what I wanted to do with it, uh, but I just was like, I'm not going to do it. It's, that's going to take too much work, a lot of work. You know, when you are a person that is going against the grain and going against, uh, you know, societal norms and all of that, it's like, oh my goodness, I'm going to let someone else take that and I'll just go do something else. <laughs> How ifs and ever, okay? How ifs and ever. Um, that was not what the Lord had for me. Um, and unfortunately, uh, my daughter and I were involved in a flip over truck accident on September the 1st, 2016. Um, 
and our lives uh, <laughs> turned upside down, okay? Um, we had to have living caregivers around the clock uh, for about a good year. Um, mm -hmm. And there was a lot of healing, recovery, rehabilitation, depression, anxiety, you name it. Um, there was a lot of that going on. Um, but mm -hmm. in the midst of all of the chaos and the storm, um, it came very clear to me, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, right back into my spirit, what I was supposed to do. And so I decided to, uh, to stop running, to answer the call and to be a living testimony as to what can happen when you, uh, not only answer your calling, but you stay committed and you make a commitment and you stick it through to the end. So many people who meet me today never even know um, that I have survived such a traumatic um, car accident and injuries. Um, but yeah, so that is a part of my story because <laughs> the story is long, but we're going to we'll give you an abbreviated version. Um, and so the mission behind Curvy Fit Chicks um, is to touch the lives and transform the lives of curvy, beautiful women. And I chose them specifically because of my own uh, my own walk in life, my own path. Um, there was a complete journey I had to take to accept the body that I was gifted with. And that's just the way I see it. It is a gift from God to come into this body. There was no mistake at all. And so I, I am here to help other women to accept themselves for themselves, to love their bodies and to understand that they can be healed, that they can be whole and they can live fit in the body that they have. And so that is how that came about. Wow. Amazing, amazing story. And um, Trinette, I'm sorry to hear about your accident in 2016. And um, yeah, I think a lot of times our just some of the adversities that we have in life can draw us into different directions. And um, that's amazing how your story has led you to do what, what you're doing now. And um, so, well, thank you for answering the call. <laughs> and uh, because I think that, as they say, many are called, but few are chosen, right? Yes, ma'am. So true. I mean, not many people are willing to take heed to the call of what God is truly calling them to do and their, their purpose and their, their true essence of, of what they are to do in life. And I think that what you're doing is, is a service. It's a ministry, you know, to it minister is. to other women. And so, you know, I think that this is a, a very important path that you have taken in your life. And I think that is, is so important. I thank you for your authenticity. And um, I thank you for showing up, you know, for women who do have uh, this struggle with uh, self-image in terms of their weight and physical pounds. But I think after today, we're going to talk about, and we're going to get down to the nitty gritty of what it really is to have this sense of holistic fitness, right? And uh, right. that of just not, we're just these physical beings either. Like we're spiritual beings having this human experience. I say that all the time on this podcast, but, um, but it's so real that we do have to come into this uh, knowing of who we truly are. And, um, and so I, I love the path that you're on. And um, so let's just kind of just uh, dissect this a little bit deeper. And um, let's okay. just kind of talk about us as women, because women, I think that we tend to put our purpose and our, our passions on hold until we get to the perfect weight <laughs> or the perfect image of what beauty is in terms of societal expectations. And um, so I want you to talk about now, like, and of course, with your own personal story, what are the okay. most common struggles that women have in terms of their weight and their, their self-image in relation to that of societal expectations? Absolutely. So a lot of the struggles that women have are they don't feel like they are they're acceptable, right? So they're always focused on their weight in pounds mm -hmm. and always reaching for this goal of a number. Um, and so they can't move past that and they become stuck and stagnated, um, not only in what they're wearing, but also what they're doing, how they're moving forward, how they're choosing partners, right? They, they become, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's like they get stuck right there, for, I, right. for lack of a better word, um, and they don't know how to move past that. Um, a lot of them feel um, inadequate. If they were just smaller, um, they would be able to, you know, accomplish more. They would be able to travel more. They'd be able to do more. Um, they would attract better. 
Um, so that's that's another uh, struggle that they come up with. Uh, the other struggle is what to wear, right? So they're always thinking about what they're going to wear because uh, you know they've been told since they were little girls, you know they got too much hips, they got too much butt, they got too much curves. They 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 got to cover that up. You know they don't want to entice any man. They don't want to you know they don't want to cause him because of course. <laughs> men aren't responsible for their actions okay you just have to not seduce them mm, right mm, so mm, they mm, carry mm. the burden of being responsible for the other person right even in in, in struggling and trying to figure out what they should wear and always mm -hmm. trying to hide their bodies and hide their hips because there's always something wrong right mm -hmm. um so that's definitely um something i hear a lot a mm. lot and personally I can truly say that I struggled um, <laughs> with hiding myself, mm -hmm. right? Um, and the thing about it is you're hiding yourself in clothes, but you don't realize you're hiding yourself from the world, right? right. You're, you, you're, you're blocking your visibility. And there was nothing wrong with you in the first place. But I'm going to tell you uh, what happened to me one day. I went to the Family Dollar. Yes, your girl shops at Family Dollar sometimes. Don't <laughs> I knock do too. It, okay? Don't <laughs> knock. Um, so I was, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, you know, I have been, you know, training and it's hot. It gets really hot in Florida, mm -hmm. especially South Florida. And I was like, I'm not wearing these leggings anymore. I'm wearing shorts because it's too hot. Mm -hmm. So I went to Family Dollar to get me some shorts. And I was sitting up here going through the racks, going through the racks, trying to figure out which ones to get, which ones, because I don't want anybody to see when I'm running up the hill, I don't want anybody to see this jiggle, or I don't want anybody to see all of this flab. Mm -hmm. And I don't want, and I was going through all of this in my mind and not even realizing, you know, that I was sitting up here going through all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I had to stop myself, like, mm -hmm. uh, madam. <laughs> Madam, uh, you are you are in this. You are doing this. You love you, yes. and the only person you have to be concerned with in this world is you. Yes. The only one that you have control of in this world is you. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. and so get those shorts. Go ahead and do your exercises. Live life. Be free, and do what you're going to do. Okay, and that was my liberation period from that. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, I think, I want to say maybe 2018, 2019, and I have gone forth ever since then. But, um, but yeah, even even myself, that definitely was uh, was an issue. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and I think that's um, what I'm seeing as well. Uh, definitely the body image, and it starts early, right? I mean, we're it seeing these. Early young kids who there was a study um that was i think it was given to like 10 year old 10 through 15 year olds or something like that and uh -huh. they asked them what is the most um common fear that they have in life and it was about getting becoming overweight mm. at 10 years old i mean you know I and so it's like they're carrying such a burden of wanting to be or appear to be this, um, have this perfect body image that what they see on social media is not even real anyway. I mean, exist. these images are, are photoshopped, right? I mean, these people absolutely only show a snapshot. And when they do, and they spend hours and hours and hours of trying to get the perfect image, and it's not even real, it's not even authentic. And so that's what kids are looking at, you know, social media, and they're comparing themselves to that. And, um, and their they main do. weight is to be, I mean, their main concern or fear is to that they're going to get overweight. And I mean, it's just so sad to see especially young girls and um, but you know even body image I mean you think about the way that the world is now right I mean there's so many people that are dealing with mental health issues and they're using food as a coping mechanism and then you're like well I see why <laughs> you know but um mm -hmm. but what you pointed yes. out and, and and we can kind of move from here but body image I think is very much a common issue that we're facing today and but I think it's not only for women who are, are overweight it's also for skinny women <laughs> Oh, right. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's so many skinny women that I know right now who are not happy with themselves. There are so many skinny women right now who have what make society may say have perfect bodies, but they feel ugly inside. Right. I mean, there's women who, you know, you think are beautiful. I mean, look at Marilyn Monroe. I mean, she committed suicide because she wasn't happy with herself. And she, you know, to uh, society standards, 
would appear to be someone who has it all together. You know what I'm saying? So I think this is so much, um, you know, a big problem. And um, I thank you for pointing that out. And uh, I mean, women and and especially young girls are getting to the point. And what what are you seeing with this? Like women who are starving Mm -hmm. themselves to the point and young girls who are starving themselves to the point where they're actually having changes in their menstrual cycles. Yes. <laughs> have yes. you seen that as well? Like, I mean, the I horm- they're changing their whole symphony of hormones Absolutely. because they're starving Absolutely. themselves, just trying to maintain this body image. That can't, that, that <laughs> this false narrative. <laughs> exactly. There's a, there's a complete false narrative yes. and, you know, and I get it, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're, we're in a capitalistic society. Mm-hmm. You and I both know that the diet industry is a billion oh, dollar yes. industry, yes. if not multi at this point. And so in, in order to get people to feed into the narrative, you have to keep them feeling inadequate about themselves. That's right. Not being able to self-validate because then they're going to be searching externally. And you and I know you can search external your whole life and you will never find it Absolutely. because it's already in you. That's right. You're never. That's right. And that keeps you in a consumer mindset to get things that will never solve the problem. Mm-hmm. That is so right. Yes, you're right. I mean, this is a vicious cycle that our world keeps us into this trap of, ha- of hating ourselves. Yes. No matter what we look like, <laughs> right? No matter, no matter yeah. what we look like. Yes. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I even have heard of companies like, uh, I'm not going to name them, but I know that there are certain companies that are out there that will like even put people through like MRI machines so that they can even tweak the formula that they're putting in certain foods um, that are unhealthy <laughs> so that they can stay addicted to those foods. Yeah, this is real. I mean, very like well-known food companies that are producing processed foods, like literally will put people through these like um, magnetic, you know, like an MRI right. to see how their body responds to it or their brain responds to it. And if it um, has a certain formula that's tweaked so that we can become addicted to it, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's just really, I think it's just uh, amazing um, that we now are coming into this awareness more so of that we, we really have to, as women, learn how to come into this uh, positive self-worth of ourselves. And especially Absolutely. that comes to understanding things that are really against us. And how can we come um, to fight these battles that we don't always see, you know, outright, but are there up underneath the surface. So, um Yeah. So, Trinette, how can we as women then, therefore, knowing that we kind of deal with some of these issues of body image, uh, there's a lot of shame and guilt surrounding that of of weight. And I think that's one of the things that we need to really have more understanding of, that we need less shame and, and blame instead of focusing on what a person looks like or what they should be doing, but looking more of who they are as human beings. Right. And um, getting over this fear putting up these, these walls, I think you had mentioned that, and um, just a lack of love as well. Can you talk about that? Like you said something about when you were going up the hill and you said, I love myself. Why am I doing yeah. this? Tell us a little bit about how important yeah. that is. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that's a loaded question there, Dr. K. Um. <laughs> You put it out there. You said, I love I myself. I, and that, that's look, so important when it comes to this I topic did. we're talking about. I did. <laughs> I, it's very important. It's one of those things that um, I had to really have. I call it a coming to Jesus moment. Mm. And, I t- and I tell women who come to me for a consult or coaching, mm-hmm. until you have your coming to Jesus moment in your life, mm-hmm. when, when it comes to your health and fitness, you're going to stay in a cycle. Right. You're going to stay in the cycle because you have not come across what's going to keep you concrete and steadfast in this thing. Um, and so when I think of love, I think of love as a verb, as an action word. Right. And so uh, when I came to that moment, I had to look at what was I actually doing and not what I was saying, because mm. I was the queen of articulation. Okay, as many of us are, right? Mm-hmm. Many of us are just degreed up, educated. Yeah. <laughs> now, all the education, as, as the old folks used to say, right. all the education. <laughs> and still, uh, have not come to the knowledge of the truth of who 
you really are. And so I had to come to understand who I was, not Mm. just who I was, but whose I was, who did I belong to. Do you understand? It Mm. was, I was like, I said, I had to come and understand that I had betrayed not even just myself, but my creator right. who started not robbery to create me and put me here mm-hmm. to, you know, to designate two vessels to procreate and bring me here. He thought mm-hmm. that I was that special and me not loving me is a betrayal to him as well. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I felt horrible um, during that moment because I was like, Oh my goodness. Am I saying I love myself, but what I do doesn't show I love me at all. Mm. Um, and, I, and like I said, I felt bad, but what I started to do was try to unpack that, right? And I started thinking about, well, why did I not love myself? Why am I not loving myself? And why am I also not accepting love? Mm. It took me all the way back, Dr. K, <laughs> all the way back to childhood. Mm. My mm. father left us when I was five years old. I have not seen him since. Wow. So that's been some decades ago. I won't put my age out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's been some decades ago. Mm-hmm. And in, in that betrayal mm-hmm. of the first man in the physical mm. that I thought loved me, from that point on, I felt that, oh, well, shh, if he doesn't love me, no other man would, right? Mm-hmm. And even though my heavenly father always loved me, mm-hmm. I was not open to receiving that love because I thought, well, if, if this man surely doesn't, right. why would he? Mm. Um, and so... I was like, oh my goodness. So there was a lot of different things that I unpacked um, as I was going through a lot of self-reflection, a lot of self-assessment, as I was going through, you know, how do I define love? How does God define love? You know, what do I want? uh, What do I want that to look like? How Mm. am I going to be showing myself the love that I say that I have? Um, And so I had to admit it. Right. I had to admit what happened in my past. I, I was it, it was time to, you know, come face to face with that. Acknowledge it. It's OK. And then I had to forgive myself. Mm. Forgive myself. Mm. Right. Because I was making decisions under a different lens. Mm-hmm. I was making decisions out of ignorance. Right. Um, and I was doing the best I could in that frame of mind. But now I have a new frame of mind. You know, there was a reprogramming that had to take place right. that I was open to receiving, that I was open to doing new things, right? And some of the things that I did to reclaim that love was to tell myself, look, I forgive you. You are human. You made a mistake. But honey, you are still loved. Yes. I love you. Yes. And I know I've done wrong to you. But from this day forth... I will do better. And Mm. every day I will do better. And I meant that thing from the Mm. bottom of my heart to the depths (laughs) of my soul. Okay. (laughs) As we we used to say, but um, so that was the beginning. And so I started, I started reading affirmations, Mm -hmm. right? I started reading affirmations about love. I started reading scripture, doing devotions around love. I started writing myself love letters, right? I started creating boundaries that supported my belief in myself Mm -hmm. so what were those things some of those things were me uh, learning discernment what to say yes to and what to say no to right Um, because in loving me that means I'm preserving me Mm -hmm. right that means that I am the caretaker of me see when he gifted this body I am the one here that is to take care of it right this is the only one I can't trade it for anyone else. I am it. And so I started saying, you know what, honey, you deserve sleep, honey, you deserve to work out. Okay. Cause you've got to keep this temple in tip top shape. Yes. Because you have a work to do. Okay. <laughs> and in order to really do my work and in order to really fulfill my mission, 
I have to be at my optimal level of health. That's right. It's an obligation. It's an obligation to myself. It's an obligation to those that I'm going to connect with because I need to have the energy to do so. I need to be able to give from an overflow and abundance of love, not drain myself. And so everything I had to understand that everything starts with me. Yes. Okay. And that what I do to myself communicates to other people how to treat me as well, mm-hmm. how to love me as well. And so I took it very seriously and I still do. Mm-hmm. I take it extremely seriously. And I am always thinking about, is this something that is showing me love? Mm-hmm. Because rest is a form of love for me. What I eat, how much water I drink is a form of love because I want me to look my best, to be my best, to do my best, right? And so it reprogramming my mind with how beautiful I am, reprogramming my mind of, you know, how my heart is genuine, how loyal of a friend that I am, that I'm a mother, right? And so me changing the trajectory of my own life and how I love myself benefited my child. Mm. So not only did I have to go through a process of apologizing to me and creating a new plan and a new life, I had to also apologize to my child because that means I mothered her from a place where I was not even fully loving myself. Um, And so there began, you know, a new relationship between my daughter and I, but loving me is a 24-7, 365 job that I take on proudly because I'm worth it. And anybody listening, I want you to know that you are worth it. Always, always take the time to heal you, to reconnect with your creator, the one who loves you most, right? And loves you best, right? Ask for help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help, you know? So I just wanted to share that with you all. <laughs> mm, that was so good. <laughs> that was some good food for the soul. <laughs> but it's so true because, I mean, in reality, when, as we were talking about like self-image, like we can't just say if we really truly love ourselves and we embody that, then we can't mm-hmm. just say that I, I hate this part of myself, Right. Right. When we truly love ourselves, then we have to ho- to love our entire being. <laughs> entire being. And um, and so that's a part of where we have to, and like you were talking about with um, with trauma, and it mm-hmm. starts with early childhood um, trauma yes. and abuse and not feeling that love, like you were talking about with your father. And um, so oftentimes, you know. A lot of our weight issues, and again, um, I want to kind of uh, go back and talk about this book that we're reviewing this week um, on my social media accounts is that of um, Marian Williamson. And in her book that's called A Course in Weight Loss, 21 Spiritual Principles to Surrendering Your Weight Forever, she really talks about the weight in terms of our spiritual weight, our emotional weight, our psychosocial weight, all of these things really does make it difficult for us to to give and receive love if it's not in a healthy state and um, how we essentially have to come back and realize who we truly are in our uh, divine self, right? And like you said, connecting back to, you know, uh, our true essence and that of what God has created us to be, right? And um, so I think that many women, we tend to lose focus from that. And so I think it's about Like you said, let me go back to what I was trying to say with the trauma. (laughs) I want to kind of pause right there and talk about trauma, because I think it's that part of us that leads us to a lot of this weighty weightiness in our lives, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, is because we are looking for love, you know, and all of this that even physically, I think when we become addicted to to food as that of food being that of um, um, a coping mechanism, um, mm-hmm. then we're essentially, it's the wounded part of us that's looking for, for love is what I'm trying to say. And um, so it, it starts there, right? I mean, would that be something that you would really say if you had like women in your, your coaching um, business that you work with, uh-huh. how can women, what would you say to them or our audience, how can they begin to release some of that accumulated trauma and suffering in their life? especially as it relates to, to weight. 
Well, one of the first things I would say that you have to do is understand that, honey, you're more than your weight. Right. I, I, I really need you to understand that um, and understand who in the world told you that you were the sum of what you weighed. Mm. Mm. Go, go, go back in time mm. because more than likely the person who told you that also suffered from somebody telling her that. Yes. Okay. Yes. More than likely. <laughs> and so you, so when, when we're talking about weight, uh, we're not talking about just weight in pounds, honey. You're carrying the weight of generations of people before you. Mm-hmm. Who had all of this trauma built upon them. They've been carrying weights, honey. And I need you to release those weights first. Yes. You need to That's release to that weight. Because that weight has nothing to do with you. I need you to separate and release that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I need you to. You can create a, a new narrative for yourself. And believe me, you most certainly can. So I would say the first thing is to release all of those things. I want you to think about all those things that somebody else mm-hmm. gave you, attributed to you, and returned them to cinder. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are I like no that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true this is, this I mean, that's right you got to send it back but it's like what you're saying then is that we need to get to the the real issue the real root to, cause mm-hmm. always you always have to get to the root cause mm-hmm. it's never just simply it's never simply just the food it's right. never simply you know just oh i no 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 yes we always have to get to the root cause and that and that could be the nurse in us right dr k that's right it is it is that that could be but i am i am really big on i i want to solve the problems at the root that's right well i'm not here i'm not here just for a treatment plan Yeah, people definitely. also need to understand the root cause because so many people just look Always. at people like who are overweight and there's just a lot of shame, you know, in that a lot of blame, right? A you lot never of know what a per- you never know what a person has gone through in their life, you know? And like I said earlier, I mean, you, you look at this mental illness crisis that we're under right now and you wonder mm-hmm. why people use some coping mechanism of drugs and, and food. Well, they're right. dealing with it the best way that they can. But there are other ways to, to cope with that. And that is what we do as, as coaches is we help women to understand that, you know, there are healthier ways that you can cope through. But what I'm trying to say is that there is just such this mentality that, you know, people have a, a, a lack of self-compassion or a lack of compassion for others and right. what they may be going through. So again, you never know. There's so many people right now who are fighting silent battles. <laughs> there are so many people right now who are in up under these or are or, or caged in these invisible prisons, right? Right. And, um, and I think that when we talk about mental health, and, and we know the importance of, of, of physical health and maintaining our weight because, yeah, of course, we know that this is going to make exactly. our hearts work harder and our bodies exactly. work harder. We know all that. But when we start talking we about the, the mental, you know, the mental health is almost just uh, really a twice as is more important now than physical health because it's a lot of the mental illness that's leading to physical issues. 80% of people who go to their doctor now because of some kind of uh, uh, chronic issue is, is stress-related, right? And then mm-hmm. that falls up under this whole, you know, epidemic of, of mental illness that we're dealing with, stress, anxiety, depression. You know, people are just trying to cope through life. And um, so, right. yeah, I think it's very right. important that we, we start looking at those underlying issues of why we do really struggle with with food and using food as a coping mechanism and why we do uh, struggle with a lot of weight issues too because we're up under a lot of stress you know and absolutely um, but you know what a lot of the stress we can we can dismiss that's right it's not a lot of it was was given to us that's right and we received it that's right we have to give that back that's right and And just for us understanding that mm -hmm. yeah understanding many people are speaking from uh, a place of pain themselves. Yes. You know, you and I have gone through the work. Mm-hmm. And honey, I just want to tell you, it's work. It's <laughs> yes. not, it's, it's not always pretty. It's not, 
all of it's not like you start today and then tomorrow boom all right <laughs> okay Trinette look yes ma'am talk yes, about ma motivation all right that was my next question like <laughs> as women we know we're gonna have setbacks and you know one day we're doing good and <laughs> the next day you know we take two steps back and we want to just you know and uh just really just hog all this pizza and, and cookies and and all this stuff but like, let's talk about motivation and really understanding like our why, right? Mm -hmm. My favorite quote, and I don't even know who quoted this. I think the uh, uh, the author is unknown, but it says, when you find your reason why you want to do it, when you find your why, then you will feel that fire, that fire deep within the kind of motivation that makes you keep going while others give up. So talk about that in terms of how you keep women that you work with motivated and staying holistically fit. Like why is the why so important? Great question. So the why, when I talk about the non-negotiable that I said earlier, <laughs> right? I was talking about you got to find that non-negotiable. That mm -hmm. is your why. Right. And the reason why the why is so important is because it is what keeps you, I won't even say motivated. I would say disciplined. Okay. Um, because we're not always motivated. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that. I am not always, uh, <laughs> as much as I am very disciplined, not all the time do I want to get up and go to that workout. That's right. <laughs> Thank I'm you. Just gonna be honest with you. Okay, but I can tell you that my why does get me to going. That's right. Because I know why I'm doing this. Mm. Right. Love it. I know exactly what it is that I want to accomplish. I know exactly why it is I want to accomplish what I want to accomplish. Right. Mm -hmm. I know that by me doing this is the only way that this can be done and so come hell or high water mm -hmm. i will i will stick to my curvy fit lifestyle mm -hmm. i will get my sleep i will i will eat i will hydrate i will do those things um i will keep my boundaries because that why makes everything non-negotiable it is a non-negotiable it, it and we are not and anybody who knows me knows dr k that they cannot reach me Monday through Wednesday <laughs> from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Mm. They know that without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, I tell them if something is happening to you, call Jesus, not me, because I'm not there. <laughs> okay. It is, it, I, I'm not shifting to the left or the right. And my why keeps me that deeply committed to myself. Mm. And so I am, I'm very steadfast. I'm very concrete in that thing. Mm -hmm. And so for the women who come through my community, I always uh, speak with them about their why, because I tell them, I need you to be self-motivated. Yes. Everything needs to start within you. You need to be self-motivated. You need to be self-disciplined. You have a light and I have a light. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we're just, we're just here sparking off each other's lights, right? We're energizing each other, but know that you have your own light, yes. honey, to shine. Yes. And so you have to figure out why it is you want it to shine so brightly. Mm. Why is this so important for you to be a whole woman, to show up as a whole warrior? Mm. Why is that important to you? Mm -hmm. When you know that thing, honey, I'm telling you, mm. nothing will sway you. You will be like a tree planted by the water. That's right. That's right. One of my favorite quote, quotes is by Eckhart Tolle. And you know what he says? What is Authenticity. He what says, he say? the only the truth, only uh -huh. the truth of who you are, when you realize that, is the only thing that's going to set you free. Mm. Isn't that a good one? That's a good one because this is definitely, <laughs> look here, it is true. It yes, is so true. It goes back to, Trinette, what you're talking about and what this book of the 21-day course in weight loss, uh -huh. Marion Williamson talks about is the missing link. And not everybody calls God, God, people, whatever this your reference true. of God is, a higher source, the supreme being, the divine essence, your higher self, however you relate to something larger than we are. 
But mm-hmm. the missing piece is that of essentially coming back to who we truly are and that light. We each have that light and vibration. And yes. I think that, again, it's about when we, what you talk about with your discipline, you're able to stay disciplined, not only because you know your why, but you're in alignment. You're yes. in alignment with, with the true source. Because when we start talking about self-care and when we start talking about lifestyle habits and, and sticking to those things, then we mm-hmm. essentially have to be in alignment of our authentic, our most, most authentic self. Because I'm going to tell you, I don't care how uh, much you have a will <laughs> to do. If you don't have that essential being of love that only comes from a higher source, then when we talk about addictions, your addictions every day is going to override any type of (laughs) self-care or or will. But it's the higher power, right, that comes in and steps in that is all-knowing, that is always and will always be. That's what we have to stay aligned to, right? And otherwise, you know, that's, that's what keeps us from becoming... And not to say that we, you know, many people, you know, uh, get out of a tune and it's a, a constant daily practice. Like you said, people know that they don't need to contact you at certain times of the day. So you got to learn how to be assertive in that to say, this is my me time. This is my time for connecting, you know, and however you have to do that, whether it's meditation through, you know, through yoga, through movement, through exercise, whatever, everybody is different. We all have our own tools of how we connect to our higher source, right? And stay in right. that alignment. So um, very good points here, Trinette, because I, I think that that, you know, you, you've already pointed out what's most important. <laughs> that is the key is staying in tune with your your higher source. I mean, that's that's, you know, I think where to. a lot of people get off. So I'm, I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> OK. <laughs> so um, so what are some key takeaways that you want to give our listeners today? And I mean, you've already given some amazing tips, but are there some other things that you really want to talk about um, in terms of us just coming back to our, our whole self, wholeness? Well, like you were talking about authenticity, this is something that is so dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. So dear to my heart, because in this world, the the information you get is all about conformity. Mm. Okay. And that is so dangerous. Mm. And the reason why it is, is because you are a unique individual. Mm. Like there's no one, absolutely no one on earth like you. And so when you are walking out of alignment, like Dr. K was talking about, and not being who you authentically are, it goes deeper than the harm you're doing just to yourself. Right. You're also harming other people Mm -hmm. because that light that shines in you is to attract others who are connected to your healing, to your transformation, to your purpose. All this work that you're doing is not just for you. Right. It is not. You carry so much more. You carry generations in you. We are women. We birth things. We multiply things. It doesn't matter whether we are blessed to give birth to children or not. We birth legacy. Mm. We are multipliers. And so you just have to think about why you were put here on the earth for such a time as this. Honey, you're here on purpose for a purpose to be exactly who you are. Only those people out there who need what you have are going to hear your voice. So if you are conforming and you sound like them, they will never hear you. Mm. And if they never hear you, they don't get healed and transformed. Right which means those connected to them mm. will not get that healing and transformation. It goes so very deep yes. for me. It is so very important that you live up to who you are. Mm. Be authentically you. Say what you want to say. Mm. Don't hide it. Say it. If they are offended, let them be offended. Yes. Because... We need to hear 
who you are. Mm. I can only connect with you when you're being truthful and transparent. Right. Don't hide, honey. Because there is, there's so many people not speaking up, not using their voice because they feel shame about their past. Mm. Don't feel any shame in your past. It happened. Mm. It's done. Right. What did you learn from that? Mm. What are other people supposed to learn from what you have done, mm-hmm. from what you have been through? Mm. Say it, walk it, embody it. Mm. Honey, nobody else can do you, mm-hmm. can be you. I don't care what anyone else tells you. I need you to walk and show up and show up for you. You've shown up for everybody else. Worried about what this person's going to say, that person's going to say. Worry about what you're going to say about yourself. Are you showing up for you? Are you loving you? Are you honoring your body with the rest it deserves? Or are you trying to prove that you're a busy bee? You're trying to prove to do things so that other people can say that you're worthy. So that other people can say that they need you because you have a a need to feel needed and that equates your value. You're valuable just because you're here. Mm -hmm. You're valuable just because he created you. And I want you to really understand that. I want you to sit in that. If this is something that is striking something in you, I want you to sit in it. I want you to write how you're feeling. I want you to seek after those who can help you dig deeper, to get more clarity and to learn yourself. Honey, it's all about mastering you, okay? It's all about loving you. It's all about caring for you so that you can continue to do your work into the world without feeling drained, without feeling overwhelmed. Because when you understand and know you Mm. and honey, you can center yourself and you stay in alignment. Everything you give is from a place of love Mm. and abundance and you can keep on giving. Yes. So I just, I just want to leave that with all of you and, um, Just know that you are loved. I love you. Dr. K loves you. And I want you to love you. Yes. And say it until you believe it. Yes, yes. Ooh, you done gave me chills, Trinette. (laughs) (laughs) And we love you too. We love you. I mean, it's just, I I think, I mean, you just speak volumes of love that just, I can see you, but our our listeners can't see you. (laughs) But uh, just the light and, and your love, it just... It just pours out of your, you know, your pores. I mean, it's just, you, know, you just radiate that love. And, and what you said, you said something about um, just embodying the pain and the trauma. And I think that that's, that's so important because I think that as our society, we have this aversion to pain, to, uh, yes. to, to this unpleasantness and these, these traumas. But what you said is that there, there's wisdom in our pain and our trauma, right? And it's what yes. we go through that allows us to strengthen our, our coping mechanism, our, our skills. It comes along with those challenges. It's just like if we don't allow our children to, to learn the lessons that they need to learn, then they're never going to grow up to learn how to be independent and, you know, to stand on their own two feet and to be resilient. And um, so I think that it, that is so important that we really need to just take time to sit with our pain, understand it as it's something that I've gone through and that I can move through it, acknowledge it, understand it, and, um, and, and whatever way that you have to do that. But I think that's, that's a very good start of how we can begin to understand that there's healthier ways that we can move through our challenges. And even if that is that you have an addiction to food or what have you, then there are other ways that you can cope through it by just number one, acknowledging your pain, sitting with it, understanding yes. it, that it's all designed to, to bring you to this point of what God has for you, right? And uh, to break open, because if we hadn't gone through what we've gone through, then we wouldn't be who we are today, right? So right. very important, very important. And um, so, yeah, th- these have all been great points, um, Trinette. And so, as we begin to close, um, so we've talked a good bit. <laughs> we've talked about um, just some things that we deal with as women in terms of our body image and just kind of releasing the need to be perfect, um, really just kind of go away with uh, a lot of the, the inner critic that we, you know, is used for protection. But 
that we have to put behind us and say we don't need you anymore. But um, I think that it's so important that we use, like you said, positive affirmations, really speaking kind words over ourselves, right? And um, because I think that that's so important too, as we speak kindness over ourselves, because the body remembers everything that we tell it, right? And so affirmations is a way that we can start believing those things that we tell ourselves. And um, and so also that of just living boldly and discover your true power. I'm just trying to summarize everything that I heard you say. <laughs> um, also having this journey to, to self-acceptance, right? You touched on that as well and self-love and really getting in tune with the expert within, your wellness expert, knowing that there are certain practices that we have to do and we have to stay in alignment. We have to stay disciplined is what you said, right? It's not yes, so much yeah. about motivation, but it's about discipline and uh, really just learning to love your whole self and your, what do you call it? Beautiful self? <laughs> beautiful. <Yes. laughs> I love that. I love that. So this has really been great, Trinette. And um, one of my favorite affirmations is my unique body is beautiful. My body heals, my body nurtures, and my body provides. Yay. So we're going to end on that note. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Trinette, if there are some listeners who would like to get in contact with you, would you like to provide your contact information now? Yes. So the, the fastest way to get to me is my email. So that is Trinette, and that's spelled T-R-Y-N-E-T-T-E, at CurryFitChicks.com. You can also go to my website, CurryFitChicks.com, or you can find us all over at Instagram, at Facebook, Twitter, or wherever you love to get your information all over social media. I'm also on LinkedIn, and I love connecting and talking with people. Right, good. Well, we're definitely going to have you back on the podcast. (laughs) And I would love to have a live session with you on Instagram or Facebook or even um, YouTube as well. How about that? Oh, awesome. Yeah, because I love, I mean, I love your conversation. And I just, again, I love what you're doing with women. And um, I think it's much needed. It needs to be on a larger platform. So let's connect later, okay? Okay. All right. Thanks, Trinette. It's been a pleasure to have you. Take care. Thank you for tuning in with us today on the Women Living Healthy podcast, where the purpose is to empower and inspire women along her self-care journey and wellness transformations. Thank you for tuning in with us again and also tune in with us every Thursday. If this was your first time tuning in, then go ahead and click like and subscribe as well so you don't miss out on one of our exciting episodes. So we look forward to checking in with you next time. Take care.